Today we are broadcasting from Nipaluna, Lutruwita. We pay our respects to the traditional custodians of this land and elders past, present and emerging. We extend our respect to any First Nations, Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people joining us this morning. For a feel-good start to another day. This is Triple M Breakfast. Triple M Breakfast. Welcome to the podcast. Hello. It's great to have your company. I'll tell you what, wasn't today's show great? It was a great show. I had a lot of fun today, too. Well, what I loved about it, it was varied and vast, but it was all full of information for Mm -hmm. you, Hobart. We spoke with Steve from The Day Out for Dom, which is a car show that's happening, raising funds for Lifeline in Tasmania. Very important. We also had another 30 minutes of fame recipient join us live in the studio tubes. Self-proclaimed Mayor of Moona. She goes on to that. You'll find out a little bit more about Karen from Moona. And we heard from Inspector Gary Williams from TAS Police. He's a road safety coordinator and he busted some myths about road safety and whether it's okay to drive in thongs. And you won't believe what happened in Tassie Trivia. Here's what you missed. Tessa Randello joins us. She's here live. Good morning, Tessa. Good morning. What's making news, Tessa? So this wind farm at um, Robins Island has just had a pretty big decision made. The Tasmanian Civil and Administrative Tribunal has overturned a five-month shutdown condition. So what that was is they said that you had to shut down the wind farm for five months of the year to protect um, one of the endangered birds in the area, which is the orange-bellied parrot. That has now been overturned, so the wind farm says we can actually go ahead. They said without that being overturned, they it wasn't viable to even do the project. So they'll now go to the Commonwealth and see if they can get the wind farm going. Okay. So Robins Island, for those that don't know, is on the northwest coast, far northwest coast, up outside of Smithton, mm-hmm. a little bit further northwest mm-hmm. of Smithton towards King Island, not far off the coastline. Yeah. In fact, I think Robins Island might be one of those ones where the tide goes out and you can walk across. Oh, wow, okay. You, yeah, I, I think. Maybe maybe that, maybe I'm getting confused. Anyway, why – so who, who are the Tasmanian Civil and Administrative Tribunal? So they have these in every state. They're a board of people who basically when there's an issue with infrastructure, there's an infu- – an issue with planning, people can take an issue to them and have them kind of do it like a trial. Like they look after all sorts of things. Like there was a festival that had to be moved in Victoria because the Victorian council said it's going to be too loud. It's going to be too destructive on the neighbours. So you can take all sorts of issues to them, but they're generally pretty big issues. And they they analyse it a little bit like a court case. Okay. So they take the evidence Mm -hmm. presented and they decide whether it's right to put a hold on it because of the orange-bellied parrot. That was that was essentially what. Yeah, it was. it's a lot of they they generally deal with a lot of kind of environmental issues like this. So, does the orange belly parrot not live in that area? Is that what they're saying now? From what I understand, they say that it's not going to migrate through that area for the full five months. So there's not as big of a risk as they thought there was. Kind of that's basically okay. it's kind of the risk isn't that bad. Mm-hmm. Is is what the is what the tribunal's saying. All for sustainability, right? Wind farms generate clean, green energy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you've also got to have construction to put them in. Mm-hmm. So don't we have a responsibility as a society to both sustainability and environmental 
sustainable, like yeah. human sustainability and environmental mm-hmm. sustainability. And also, I feel like a lot more Tasmanians would be open to this kind of thing. And I guess for the risk of sacrificing this parrot, if we were getting any of this power, making any difference to our power bills, because Tassie Power, we're making all this power here. We're not reaping any of the benefits. Yeah, I mean, look, it's it's really difficult. I know the Bob Brown Foundation are upset about this decision. Mm -hmm. Uh, However, the government and the developer happy about this decision so it's a of course i i don't think you're going to please 100 percent of the people 100 percent of the time no that's it's true that's kind of good news though that they're looking at doing some green renewable energy in tasmania and it's quite a substantial development yeah (laughs) what do you think hobart let us know oh four double eight double eight one oh seven three time for some good news tessa More than 70 tourism businesses are trying to now reduce their impact and become more sustainable, which is pretty cool, through this um, Sustainability Tourism Accreditation Program. And they're going to reduce emissions. And they say that people who are coming to Tassie and people who are travelling are actually looking for it. A lot of people are calling up and asking what their sustainability kind of is and and how their carbon footprint looks. I think a lot more people are exactly like the wind farm stuff. We're we're a lot more aware of how sustainable our things that we do every day are. Mm -hmm. And I think that started maybe 10 or 15 years ago when you could start to carbon offset flights Mm -hmm. going to the mainland or overseas holidays. You could offset the carbon by purchasing some, some credits, I suppose. And you know, and we saw that during the uh, Gillard government putting a price on carbon and all that sort of thing. I think we, it's the same as what we were saying before. Sustainability is a balance. Yeah. I think we've just got to f- try and find that balance. But by being conscious about it, mm-hmm. we're already putting a foot in the right direction. Yeah, absolutely. So well done to those 70 tourism operators here in Tasmania who are looking at improving their sustainability. Tessa Randello from the Triple M Newsroom. Always good to chat to you. It's Triple some really good news has just come across my desk on 0488881073. The text line, that is, 0488881073. You can send in pictures, you can send in texts, whatever you like. What is it? (laughs) Tell me the news. Hot Tub Gary (gasps) is back up and running. Yes. He sent us a video. Good morning, Hot Tub Gary. He says, and he just says, it's Hot Tub Gary, and I'm back in action. Yes, Gary, I'm so happy because this time last week, Tubes, Hot Tub Gary was just Gary because he got a hole in his hot tub. Just, just regular Gary. And, you know, that's great. But Hot Tub Gary, so stoked. He just says, I'm back for now. Oh. Nothing like a bike patch and some silicon. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I'm so glad you got creative, Gary. I thought you might have to buy a new one, but well, that's we were, good. We were genuinely worried about you, Gary. Because yeah, we, we hadn't, hadn't heard, heard from you. You can text in just like Gary, 0488881073. Before we get into this conversation, just a warning, we will be touching on some sensitive topics, including mental health and suicide, which may be distressing to some listeners. Feel free to turn your radio down for the next few minutes if you need to. And if you're in need of crisis support, you can contact Lifeline 24-7 on 13 11 14. The 2024 Day Out for Don Car and Bike Show is happening again on the 14th of January from 10 till 3 at Campbelltown War Memorial Oval. Steve Donovan is with me, the organiser. And Steve,
believe you did it last year. It was an amazing success. And for those that don't know, tell us why you created the Day Out for Don. The Day Out for Don was a thought that came to my head after the passing of my 40-year-old son in January 2022, being such a shocking time in my life and the life of my family. I just thought I needed to do something positive to uh, keep his memory alive so I decided that because both him and I were involved in the motor industry thought we'd create a car show that would belong his memory and also bring mental health awareness to people and suicide prevention so that was my whole idea behind the thing in the initially so we organized an event last year in Campbelltown we had about 250 cars rock up and raised about $25,000 that money last year went to Lifeline split between Lifeline and Speak Up Stay Chatty this year I have decided that I will all proceeds will go to Lifeline as Lifeline have been a massive support to me through this last 22 months the people there have been absolutely amazing and I don't know how I would have got through it without them and I felt like it was a bit of giving back plus also trying to promote that mental health awareness out there particularly in regional areas and particularly in young men. We've known each other for a number of years now and I know how hard you've been doing it. Tell us about that support group that you've been involved in at Lifeline. Somebody touched base with Lifeline fairly soon after what had happened to me. A lady contacted me and from there on I had sessions with them and then was invited to join a bereavement group where other people in the same situation could all come together once a month, talk about what was going on in their lives, how they were feeling and sharing their own stories. Everybody having a different story but actually having the people around you and knowing that you're not the only person in that same situation. It's been good for you? Group's been good for me. I don't like missing a meeting now. I've sort of got to know those people and even though there might be times I don't say much, you can be there, you can say nothing or you can join in but I feel no matter what way you want to do it, it's a benefit. I mean the first time you ever go to a meeting you realise why you're there and sometimes it's difficult to think you're there because of what's happened and it's a bit surreal in that sense but and probably you know initially I probably wouldn't have said anything in the first meeting or two but then you tend to loosen up and start opening up a bit more about your situation and yeah. So your reason for a day out for Don to go back again is not just to keep the memory of your son alive but also to raise some funds for Lifeline. So tell us about the show this year, what's happening? The show this year, different venue in Campbelltown again. I like Campbelltown in the sense that it draws cars from both the north and the south of the state without anybody having to travel too far and hopefully we'll draw cars from you know the north and the south of the state and get a good roll up of cars. We'll have plenty of food and coffee vans there. About 30 different raffle prizes going on, lucky gate prizes, $5 entry fee for cars and families will be $10. People can have an enjoyable day looking at the cars and this year I've included bikes which I hadn't done last year. There's a big interest in people looking at bikes as well so I feel like the bikes will help make the whole thing a little bit bigger and better. And 100% of the profits going to Lifeline Uh to help support groups like the bereavement group that you've been a part of? Yep. 
that's it, 100% to the lifeline for that cause because it's all fundraising money that is keeps that going. So it needs as much help as it can and I think it's an important thing that needs to be kept going and if we can make this a success, we're going to be helping that organisation a lot in what we've done. Well, it's all happening on January the 14th from 10 till 3. You can get involved by just searching Day Out for Don. It's happening at Campbelltown War Memorial over in Campbelltown. Steve, congratulations on going back again, back to the world to raise some funds for Lifeline. And thanks so much for taking the time to talk to me. Thanks very much, Chief. Appreciate it. If you're in need of crisis support, you can contact Lifeline 24-7 on 13 11 14. It's Triple M Breakfast. Triple M's 30 Minutes of Fame. All you've got to do is head along to triplem.com.au, upload a video of yourself showcasing your talents, the most impressive entries. Well, join us here on Triple M Breakfast for your very own 30 minutes of fame. And today's Triple M 30 minutes of fame recipient is Karen McMullen. Good morning, Karen. Good morning, Tubes. (laughs) Here I am. I've wandered in. I'm loving it. Just sauntered into the studio, of course. Uh, Where are you from, Karen? I'm I'm from Moona. Moona. Yes, I am the... Unofficial mayor of Moona. I love Moona. <laughs> Excellent. And why did you apply to uh, have your 30 minutes of fame? Well, one, I found out that you didn't have to be actually talented. <laughs> <laughs> so that was one tick. The next tick was how do I get out of school drop-off? <laughs> the next one is I saw a lady on Facebook, so it must be true, and she had a hotel room booked Mm -hmm. to wrap her Christmas presents. What? So she just booked a hotel room, took all the kids' presents in, drank wine and wrapped her presents. And I thought, this is a competition. Oh, imagine wrapping Christmas presents at the Tasman. I think the point of the Tasman thing is that you'll get to have a night away to not worry or do things, but you're still going to be doing mum things if you do it. Couldn't you imagine how beautifully they'd be wrapped after a few, you know, little martinis of Mary Mary? (laughs) I love it. I love it, Karen. And there's another, I can't forget this. Right. We were listening to YouTubes on the way to school. Yep. My son and I, he's seven. He said, I said, oh, that's tubes. He's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. He's on the radio. Oh, well, yeah. Well, could you say my name on the radio, Mummy? Well, we do anything for our kids. We will go to the ends of the earth. And I thought, oh, how can I say his name on the radio? So he said, Mum, this is what you need to say. Good morning, Alex McMullen. So he told me his name. <laughs> so good morning, Alex McMullen. Well, good morning to you, Alex McMullen, too. Oh. Well done. Your mum's here celebrating her 30 minutes of fame. Stay right there, Kaz, because can I call you Kaz? Call me Kaz. I like it. There we go. We've got 30 minutes of fame. You can get involved at triplem.com.au. Triple M breakfast. We are celebrating 30 minutes of fame here on Triple M. You can get involved, too, at triplem.com.au. Just upload a video, and one lucky star will win an exclusive VIP experience thanks to the Tasman, a luxury collection hotel in Hobart, and the White Sage Skin and Wellness Package that is Holistic Skin Clinic providing experiences and real results. Our 30 Minutes of Fame recipient this morning is Karen McMullen, and we heard a little bit about you there, Karen, that you... Love Christmas. Do you love Christmas? Is I, that what I'm picking up? Because you want to win that Tasman Luxury Collection Hotel experience. 
so you can go and wrap your Christmas presents. That well, to me is counterproductive. No, it's a great idea though, isn't it? Well, there are some tired Christmas organisers out there, tubes. I know. I'm guessing you are not one of them. No, I, look, I get told I, I'm one of these things that you point in the direction and let it go. I'm like a, a hose almost. <laughs> you just turn me on and I go for it. <laughs> it's there's a lot involved. Yeah, look. Have you bought your dog a present? No. The teacher a present? Where are you going for Christmas lunch? Where are you going Christmas Eve? Do you do a 1st of December Christmas box? Have you put the... Do you have an elf? Have you put the Christmas tree up? All of this stuff, I think, and I must give props to my wonderful partner, Erin, who really organises my life extremely well, but in particular, she wears the mental load of Christmas extremely well. She's, she's pretty cool. She's Aaron. amazing. Yes, she is yes. very cool. Yes, she keeps me organised. But I am doing. Uh, I'm doing a few Christmassy things in the lead up to Christmas, trying to earn the extra dollars to be able to pay for the Christmas stuff. So I'm. I'm emceeing the Goodwood Christmas Carols at Carity House. You are entering my hood, Jeeves. <laughs> yeah. well, well, welcome ahead. to Moona, Goodwood well, and like, Surrounds. You're, you're saying like I've never been there. That's my hood too. I love it. It's, but my dad, love my dad lived there for, you know, 20 years. My great-grandmother lived there for 50 years. Goodwood is, it used to be called Glorious Goodwood back in the day. Well, when it was probably built. still should it's be. Sh- still, if, if Tubes is there, it's glorious. <laughs> There's so much going on for Christmas. It's free. Yes, you don't yeah. have to. Look, we're all pinching the pennies, aren't we? You don't have to spend a lot of money. Go to Goodwood. Where? When is it? Carity House on Thursday from five thirty. This Thursday. Yes. Oh wow, five thirty till seven thirty. That's they're good kid hours. As they well. are perfect kid hours, and I'll be there emceeing. They've told me to dress up Christmassy. I, what are you going to wear? I, what? Erin oh, Aaron will organise that. Erin <laughs> probably has <laughs> she, to organise that too. She's, yeah. she's steaming steaming it as what, we speak. What's your favourite part about Christmas? What's your favourite thing about Christmas? Is your Christmas tree up already? Yes, Christmas is now. It's it, now. What? Because you you don't know what's going to happen. Like you can have Christmas any day. Last year my some of my family members went to Queensland. Off they popped. Mm-hmm. So we had Christmas a couple of weeks before Christmas Day. It was still Christmas. Everyone was there. There's, you know, we had party pies. You don't have to, you, you don't have to work that hard to create Christmas. And Alex, who we were talking about before, Alex McMullen, he sent me to uh, Grade One Saint Teresa's. Hello, Miss Walker. <laughs> um, she's lovely. She he sent me to hospital seven eight years ago. What I I went to hospital on. Two days before Christmas. So this is why Christmas now to me is take it, take, just take it and take do it. Take the spirit and have I was, it Yeah. And I said, how long am I here? And they said, until your baby's born. So he wasn't due until March. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm roaming around the, you know, the halls of Hobart Private. Yes. During Christmas. They let me out for two hours to go to Christmas lunch. So you, you just don't know what your Christmas is going to look like. So, so Christmas is where you are when you want to celebrate Christmas. And appreciate it. Light the good candles, you know, p- eat the thought, good cookies. Let's put it off for a little bit until, you know, January. Then you can get the Christmas Day, Boxing Day sales, and you get every, you get more you bang for your buck. And then this kid was born in January, so now I have to buy... Double presents, <laughs> which is fine because it's Boxing Day, Boxing Day sales. Ah, uh, perfect. 
It's great. This is what I'm talking about. This is Triple M's 30 Minutes of Fame. Karen McMullen's here celebrating Christmas. You can get involved still. It's your last chance saloon. Triple M.com.au. Head along there and you can be just like Kaz talking about whatever you like. It's Triple M Breakfast. Karen McMullen from Moona. Karen, you are here celebrating 30 Minutes of Fame. How have you found it so far? Look, it. It's a well-oiled machine. <laughs> it's, I can that say, it's is like the ducks. loosest term I've ever been described. <laughs> no, it's also like ducks on a pond. I can see your little legs paddling underneath, but they're, they're not so little, calm. They're big legs. <laughs> they drag me up legs. the mountain. Now, Kaz, usually with these people that I that have come in for the 30 Minutes of Fame, I ask them some pretty contentious questions around some things that are happening in Hobart and the surrounds. What are your thoughts on things like, I don't know, the... Macquarie Point Stadium or the light rail? Well, look, to start with, the light rail, I'm, as the unofficial mayor of Moona, I am parking my car for free, getting an ice cream, hopping on the light rail down to the stadium. Right. Okay. You're all for it. Well, I'm not because we don't have a light rail and we don't have a stadium yet. <laughs> but that is what will happen. We can, well, and isn't it good, though? Everyone's talking about the stadium, but then that makes us talk about other things as well. So we're going, hang on a minute, let's shine a light on on housing and health and if we've got all this money to spend, can we fix these things also? So I've learnt so much about housing, health, all of the other big issues just because of that little stadium. stadium. Yep, yeah, okay. absolutely. So your, your take on this is that spend the money on the stadium, spend the money on the light rail, but also let's find some money for our other things. It's time to find some money for other things. Absolutely. As well. Yeah, and we're going to keep going. People won't be quiet now. They've had a voice. They're saying, yo, we do want a light rail. Well, we do want better housing. So what's the thing once, if you're the uh, queen of Australia and you're ploughing money into into the light rail and and the stadium, what's the thing after that? What's the next thing you build in Hobart? Uh, well, with the stadium, there will need to be a car park right outside because I am Tasmanian and I will need to park at the door five minutes before the event and walk in. I love so, it, Kaz. I love it. I think maybe they could build a water car park, maybe over the water and you just – a floating park. Genius. Floating park. Triple M breakfast. We are celebrating the – 30 Minutes of Fame with Triple M's 30 Minutes of Fame. Your time to shine, Hobart. We've got a recipient in today. It's the last break that we'll hear from Karen McMullen from Moona. How have you found it, Karen? This is extraordinary. And how easy. I'm only here for, you know, how many tickets in the meat tray if you come in? (laughs) (laughs) We'll we'll give you a few. Oh, I'd love a meat tray. Oh, I'd be... You're you're probably in the lead as far as number of tickets in the meat tray because you've physically come in, you've paid for parking, you've walked up the stairs, you've come in and sat here for at least half an hour. That's a fairly big contribution to the show. Yeah, yeah. I want a few tickets for that. What's your advice to anyone that might be thinking about entering? 30 minutes of fame. Just do it. Everyone's <laughs> famous in their own way, aren't they? Everyone's got their own talents. I, you know, I've, I, I pop up. I will pop up anywhere. Yeah, people often say that. What, what are you doing? Why are you here? What are you doing? You can just do it. Have a crack. Have a crack. Triple M.com.au, just like Karen did. Upload a quick video of yourself just telling us a little bit about yourself. And you can be just like Karen McMullen celebrating 30 minutes of fame. Plus, one lucky star will win that exclusive VIP experience thanks to the Tasman, a luxury collection hotel in Hobart, and the White Sage Skin and Wellness Holistic Skin Clinic providing experiences and real results 
that pamper package is available too as part of that enormous prize. You get a night's accommodation at the Tasman, dinner for two at Pepina, drinks at Mary Mary, then breakfast at Pepina plus the White Sage Skin and Wellness package. It it doesn't end, does it? It just keeps going on. And you get to say, you get to make your kids' dreams come true by hearing their name on the radio. <laughs> so do you want to do that one last time as your final thing for your What's 30 minutes time? of fame? Oh, is he, put your shoes on, <laughs> eat your breakfast, and I've just got a text from my husband to say, have I ordered the lunch? Step up. I'm not there. <laughs> of course I've done the lunch order. I should have. Oh, I think I, should I, think I him, have. Should have let him sink or swim. Yeah, just well, shout out to Alex McMullen, who, <laughs> who is out there heading to school this morning. Have a great day at school. Karen McMullen, thank you so much for your time. That's very formal. Thank you, Tubes Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> it's Triple M Breakfast. Well, we've just had our 30 minutes of fame with Karen McMullen from Moona. The unofficial mayor of Moona, uno- she calls she herself. She calls herself. And we literally have asked her to leave. We said, that's enough. Bye now. Thanks so much for coming in for your 30 minutes of fame. Catch it, but she's still here. Well, it's now 30, 36 minutes of fame. It's my 36 minutes of fame. I, I said, sure, I can go, but it's like, what's the time? But the reason you stayed on is because we do have an inspector from Police Road and Safety in to ask Hobart's questions about little things that may be illegal or may not be illegal, sort of contentious issues around legality of our roads and safety around Hobart. And you had a specific question that you wanted to ask. I cannot drive with shoes on. Absolutely not any footwear, sneakers, heels, platforms, can't wear anything. And everyone keeps telling me it's illegal. You have to wear shoes. So hang on. Every time you get into a car, you have to take your shoes off to drive. Every time. That is the weirdest thing I've ever Where heard. Where do you put your shoes? <laughs> on the seat. Yeah, okay. On the floor. Okay. So you, hold on. You will walk to your car in the rain, let's say, jump in your car, take your shoes off, yes. then start the car and drive, then get to your destination, turn your car off, put your shoes back on, then go to wherever you're going to. That's how shoes work, too. <laughs> I just think you're wasting. That's how a lot. they work. I think you're wasting a lot of time. I can't drive. I need to feel the metal on my tootsies. Do you leave your socks on? I leave my socks on. Okay. Yes. You like to feel the accelerator under your I foot. Don't, I just can't. I cannot drive with shoes. I kind of get this because depending on the shoes I'm wearing, because I wear, I have a pair of shoes that are like platform. Sure. And so when I'm trying to drive. It's kind of hard to judge how far away sure, things are. Sure. So I get that it can, it kind of varies depending on the shoes. Sure. And I only have an automatic license. So there's only two pedals there that my feet need to feel. <laughs> Go and stop. But, oh, goodness. Uh, so tell me, did you learn to drive in shoes? No, I think, no, I don't think I did. Really? I don't think I did. Well, we've got to ask whether that's illegal or not. We've got an inspector of police coming in to talk to you, Hobart, about all things road safety. And you better get out of here before he gets I here. I can't because I have to wait until school drop off. <laughs> I can't go home. I'll have to make lunch or snacks or something. <laughs> we had some questions from you, Hobart, on our text line on 0488881073, particularly around some certain road rules. And to be fair and frank, we didn't know the answer. So what we decided to do was speak to someone who would definitely know the answer. Inspector Gary Williams from TAS Police, he's the road safety coordinator, joins us live. Good morning, Inspector Gary. 
Uh, good morning, and good morning to your listeners. So we had some questions, Gary, on road rules. Is it illegal to flash your lights to warn other road users of a potential hazard on the road ahead, be it a speed camera or an accident? Look, there, there are offences for using your headlights on high beam uh, within 200 metres uh, of being behind a vehicle and 200 metres um, you know, with an oncoming vehicle if using your high beam. Um, but look, to be, to be fair, um, there, are, there would be exceptions where if you were warning someone of a genuine hazard, then you would obviously explain that to the member who had, had uh, intercepted you and it would be a matter for them as to whether they proceed. But look, I mean, a lot of us use our, our high beams to warn oncoming vehicles of crashes or cows on the road or those sorts of things. So I guess, yeah, technically speaking, it could be an offence. But um, again, if you were to explain that to, the, to a police officer who interdicted you for that particular reason, um, then I think that that explanation would certainly be taken into account. So I guess... It would depend on the reason. So if it it's, if it's, it's to warn of a speed camera or a police <laughs> officer coming up, maybe that wouldn't be acceptable. Well, as I said, there, there, there is an offence there that you can't use your headlights on high beam within 200 metres either behind a vehicle or oncoming vehicle. Um, but again, if it was for a particularly genuine reason, as in a crash or a, ha- a particularly nasty hazard, whatever the case might be, that would be taken into account. And obviously, Inspector Williams, we... Uh, encouraging all of our road users out there to follow those road safety rules as they do keep us safe on the roads. A couple of questions that have come through for us. Is it illegal to drive with an open bottle of alcohol in your car, even if it's in the boot? If it's moving, yes. Um, <clears throat> it just, the, the, the statute talks about in a moving vehicle. Um, look, at the end of the day, again, it's all about it's a bit of common sense. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you've got an open container of of alcohol in the boot of your car and you're driving along, you're going to get a wet boot. That's the first thing. Secondly, um, the whole reason behind alcohol in vehicles is to obviously stop the encouraging of the driver and or passengers of consuming alcohol while you're supposed to be concentrating on driving. Of so, course. Um, so look, at the end of the day, again, if for some unknown reason someone had a, you know, a bottle of alcohol in the boot of their car that was un- unable to be reached from the front of the vehicle, whilst I'll move along and I forgot about it or whatever the case might be, again, the police would take that into account if they interdicted that person and, and, and found that alcohol or were, uh, identified the alcohol was there and then they'd make a decision at the time. But it, the, the legislation does say moving vehicles, so yes. Robin Chigwell's asked, how old do kids have to be to ride in the front seat or is it a height thing? His daughter is seven but is as tall as many of the 10-year-olds at her school. Is she allowed to ride in the front seat of the car? Um, it's... They are allowed to sit in the front seat of their car if they're seven years old, but the, the recommendations are um, is that they stay in the back seat for as long as, as, long as possible. So um, whilst they can after the age of seven years, it's obviously always safe to have small children in the back seat of the car. Okay, pretty simple, that one. David yep. Mooner says, Is it illegal to drive in thongs or bare feet? One of our friends here who was in for Triple M's 30 Minutes of Fame, Karen in Mooner, had the same question. Is it illegal to drive without shoes? Uh, no, it's not, um, but it's not particularly safe. Um, so there are offences for failing to maintain proper control of your vehicle, and if, if you were to have a crash because you had a plug incident whilst you were driving along and you came to a, you know, you crashed or, or caused someone else to crash, you would be at fault. So it's like anything. It's like driving in, say, boots or, or whatever the case might be. It, as long as you have proper control of your vehicle 
and you're observing all the ride rules, then no, you've got no. There's no issue with what footwear you're wearing. That is interesting. I always thought that thongs and bare feet were illegal, Inspector. No. But look, it's not safe. Um, but again, because if you have an incident and your feet are unprotected, then there's there's a you know there's a chance your feet are going to get seriously injured. Um, footwear will protect your feet to a degree. Um, but again, I think the thing about thongs is is because they get caught behind the accelerator pedals and brakes. And I look, I wouldn't recommend it. But there's nothing in the statute to say you can't. Um, but there is. Um, legislation that would penalise you if you failed to maintain proper control because you were wearing thongs. Okay, interesting. Uh, Inspector, can you have your phone sitting in your lap using maps as long as you're not touching it? No, because sitting in your lap is now counted as touching it. Okay. Yeah. Right, that's a pretty simple answer. Inspector Gary Williams from Taz Police Road Safety, thank you so much for joining us on Triple M. And there you go. If people do have further questions, Inspector, where can they go to find out more about our road rules? Uh, well, you look at the Tasmania Police website. Um, Transport Tasmania or State Growth has some really good information on their websites as well. And RACT Tasmania also have a lot of fact sheets on their websites around certain road rules, especially, and RACT is a good one for... Um, child seat requirements in vehicles. There's a lot of good information on that side as well. Inspector Gary, always good to chat. Thanks for joining us on Triple M. Anytime, thank you. It's Triple M Breakfast. We've got a massive Tassie trivia happening. It's huge. $300 is about to be risked by Megan in Risdenvale. After she pinched it off Jeff. So this is how it worked. The trivia goat... The greatest of all time, <laughs> Jeff, came on. The self-proclaimed looser than a wizard's sleeve. He was loose. Jeff from New Norfolk came on, got up to 200 bucks, risked his 200 bucks. And we say he's the make... goat because he previously has made it to 600 bucks, Jeeps. Yes, that's right. Megan came on and said, I'm going to risk 300 bucks tomorrow. So Megan beat Jeff. And she's here again this morning. Good morning, Megan from Risenvale. Morning, Tubes. Morning, Ria. Morning. How did you go yesterday with the Christmas shopping? Good. It's done. It's done. I'm so impressed. That is impressive. Pre-December, Megan. Yep. I think you're doing the right thing, though, because I went into town on the weekend and there were so many people around. I don't know how I'm going to get mine done. (laughs) Megan, I love it. Can you test your buzzer, please? Megan. Excellent. You're risking 200 bucks to win $300 today, and your opponent is John from Bridgewater. Morning, John. Uh, good morning. How are you going? Good, thanks. What's happening in your world, John? Uh, not a real lot. No, not a real lot at all. What are you, doing? What are you up to today? Uh, just a quiet day. Love quiet it. Quiet day, yeah. Love good. it, John. How would 300 bucks change your day? Oh, it'd be great. It'd be great? I'd that. Excellent. I think we could all do with it. Uh, your opponent today, John, is Megan from Risdon Vale. Can you test your buzzer, please, John? It is your name. John. Beautiful. Remember, if you buzz in before the answers have been read out, you need to give the specific answer. That is the Carly from Margate rule. (laughs) They are all multiple choice. If you know the answer, just buzz in using your name. Thanks to Creative $50,000 First Home Builders Boost on now by Creative Homes. Whoever answers two correct questions will win $300. Question number one. Which Hobart Hurricane has been called up to the Australian T20 squad? Is it A, Riley Meredith, or B, Ben McDermott? Megan. Megan. B? Correct, Megan. You are halfway to $300. (laughs) Another question correct, and the money could be yours. Question number two. 
What is the bay immediately south of Rosny College? Is it A, Kangaroo Bay, B, Belle Reeve Bay? Megan. Megan. John, 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 John. Correct, Megan. You have won $300 thanks to Creative's $50,000 first home builder's boost on now by Creative Homes. Bad luck, John. He's gone. Megan, <laughs> Megan, 300 bucks is all yours. Now you've got options here. Are you going to come back tomorrow for $400 or are you going to take the 300 and run? I'll come back. Oh, yes! Megan trying Amazing. to take the title away from Jeff at New Norfolk. I love it, Megan. We'll ch- we'll- what do you got on today, Megan? Uh, just taking the dogs to get groomed, actually. So Taking the dogs for a haircut. Nice. I don't mind yeah. it. Send so- us a pic, 0488881073. Let us check out those trimmed pups. Show us your puppies, Megan. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> you can be like Megan tomorrow and you could possibly win 400 bucks. Julie, Jules from Blackman's Bay has already texted in and said, go, Megan. We love it. Excellent, Megan. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks. There goes Megan from Risenvale. She's risking $400 Amazing. in Tassie trivia. It's going to be a massive day. Can't wait for it. Love it when you text on 04-8-8-1073. Jono in Old Beach has sent through some pictures of his Carlton den. I love it. There's a... Magnificent mural of Icon Park or Princess Park where the Blues play their home used to play their home games. Nice. They train currently. He's got Paddy Cripps and I think that might be Charlie Kerno on his on his garage. I wonder if he painted them himself or whether he commissioned someone. I reckon John A commissions them. He's got one of the all time great Carlton Dens, John O. Amazing. He's got tattoos on his legs of the oh, blues. Oh, that's Jono. You met yeah, him once. Yeah, out at out at uh, the build-up Tassie that's charity right. home in Herdsman yes. Cove. He came out and visited. Love it, Jono. Uh, in Darwin, passengers can passengers can drink alcohol, just not the driver. Well, I don't know how safe that's that interesting. is. Yeah, just just from a safety and distraction point yeah. of view, having people on the anyway. Mm. Better to have our drivers not. Not drinking, of course. Of course. Good morning, everyone. Hey, Tubes. I'm hearing you are the MC at a community carols event. What is your go-to Christmas carol? Nathan from Goodwood. What is your go-to Christmas? Um, oh, I know what it is. I know what it is. What? Ah, uh, don't worry. No, that's uh, not a Christmas another. carol. It that's is a Christmas Christ- carol. It's not a Christmas carol. Mariah Carey yeah. is a Christmas carol. Mariah Carey. That's the best Christmas song. Uh, Nathan from Goodwood. Look, um... I'm a little concerned if I say what my favourite Christmas carol is that they are going to get me to sing at this Christmas carol event oh. at Carity House, which is going to be wonderful on Thursday night from 5.30 until 7.30. A nice little dip the toes in for the kids. Perfect timing, really. Yeah. Uh, and Jules in Blackman's Bay says, go, Megan. Caitlin in Oakdown says, go, Megan. Go, the girls. That is, of course, Megan from Rokeby, who is risking $400 cash tomorrow on Tassie Trivia. I love it. I love when this happens, Tubes. It's one of my favourite things. It is so good. You can text us anything, 0488881073. David in Melbourne says, where's the money coming from, though, Tubes? It's simply more debt. Cheers, David. We spoke with our 30 Minutes of Fame recipient this morning, Karen from Moona. She said just build, she said, build the light rail. Put a floating car park in, build the stadium, <laughs> fund. She's just saying spend the money. David makes a point. 
Where's it coming from? If that from? were to happen, where would the money come from? We love your text, 0488881073. Send us in a text message. And not traffic, but something, small set of crossing lines near our local pizza in Bell Reeve. Be careful. They're flashing orange, not changing to green for pedestrians. So, Caitlin and Oakdowns, that's a fair point. If you see anything out there on the roads that we should be made aware of, you can text in 0488881073. It's Triple M Breakfast. We've been sent a picture, a magnificent picture on 0488881073. I think it's Scott. Scotty sent us a picture of the Derwent River right now with a P&O cruise ship coming into the Hobart estuary here, into the Derwent estuary, coming into Hobart. Yes, I heard about these tubes. I think, I think, if I'm not mistaken, this ship was trying to get to New Zealand. Yes. But because they had... For biosecurity reasons, there was something on the boat, like maybe a muscle or something, that they couldn't get rid of because divers couldn't go down there. They weren't able to get into New Zealand, so they had to redirect them to come to Hobart. So I think people were being compensated, maybe refunded a little bit of their their trip funds Okay, because of this. Yes, it is the Pacific Adventure leaving Sydney on Monday. It was headed to the Bay of Plenty where it was set to get its hole cleaned, and then weather disrupted that. They couldn't get the divers down, and so they've been diverted to Tasmania. What an upgrade! Yeah, right? Oh, we're going to head across the Tasman Sea, one of the most treacherous sea channels in the world, to go to New Zealand. Like New Zealand's lovely, don't get me wrong. It's, it's like, no Tassie, mate. It's almost like eastern Tasmania. That's what I call New Zealand, <laughs> east, east Tasmania. <laughs> What an upgrade. You get to come to Hobart. You beauty. Much better. And Shout- you get a bit of a discount on your cruise, right? Yeah, brilliant. Shout out to everyone on the P&O cruise that's coming into Hobart. Go and spend your money big time. That refunded money all throughout ta- Hobart, Tasmania. <laughs> yes. what a win-win what a, for Tassie. What a beauty. Thanks for listening. Wow. Karen from Moona was a firecracker, wasn't, wasn't she? she? She, she was, was great. Brilliant. She was excellent. Sensational stuff to Karen from Moona. If you want to enter to have 30 minutes of fame Hobart, just go to triplem.com.au. Submit a video, 90 seconds. Easy. You can be doing anything. Just tell us about you could if you have you have a talent then that's fine, but if you don't, that's also fine. Just, just tell us a bit us. about about yourself. Yeah, just talk to us. Tell us what you, why you want 30 minutes on the radio and then you can come on the radio with us here and talk about whatever you want just like Karen did because she went on. She did she did go on. <laughs> but not only that, tubes, you don't yes. just get 30 minutes of fame. You also go in the draw to win an amazing package thanks to the Tasman. You most certainly do. Uh, it's been a great show. How good was the updates? I didn't realize it driving in bare feet wasn't illegal. I know. That's ludicrous. I had a a hunch that it wasn't illegal. Anyway, great stuff. Tomorrow, Megan from Resident Vale will be back for $400 in Tassie Trivia. We'll catch you from 6am. Have a great day, Hobart. Treat yourself. Goodbye. Weekdays on Triple M and anywhere on the Listener app. It's Triple M.